Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Time Barry Show. We have got Booty by Jax. Jackson, you might have seen him all over Instagram, TikTok. I think I first found, I actually don't remember. I think it was kind of on both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, he's absolutely incredible at what he does. He's a PT, but I'll actually let him introduce himself a little bit more. So Jackson, if you'd like to say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. What's up, everyone? I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, You know, we've had some great conversations and chatting about this and it's been really exciting. It's actually my birthday today. And um, I was like, let's just let's just run it. Nothing more that I'd want to do than help people and talk about ADHD and health and fitness and psychology. So what do I do? Um, I was a personal trainer. I'm still a personal trainer, but I was a personal trainer in big gyms for over 10 years. I worked my ass off, you know, early mornings, late afternoons and thought, you know, this is the dream. If I want to help people, this is what I got to do. And over time throughout that, a lot of people were asking me, hey, can you help me online? People who didn't live on the Sunshine Coast here in Australia. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, just tell me what to eat. Tell me how to train. And then years and years, I was doing this before anyone was like doing online coaching in Australia. And that was about eight, nine years ago. Skip forward now, I have a, over 500 clients right now that I speak to nearly every single week myself. It's pretty crazy. Um, we have the Booty by Jacks app. We have Booty by Jacks on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, we just hit half a million on TikTok like a few weeks ago in December. And it's, it's grown like crazy. And I just want to help a lot of people. Basically, I've got really famous and popular from debunking a lot of bullshit in the fitness industry and helping like females understand that like some of the girls, most of the girls you see on For You page or the Explore page or Instagram have either got really amazing genetics or they're using Photoshop or they've got surgery done. And I'm not against surgery, but I just want them to realize that if they're selling them on this perfect mm-hmm. life, that maybe that's not as good as it, what it seems. I just want to bring more reali- like real to the industry and it's, it's been, people have yeah, loved it. Yeah, I think that was actually one of the things that really drew myself um, to your content. Like, I think just being, yeah, a female, I know it's really big in, I know it's big in the male space as well, but I think, you know, being a female, you are kind of bombarded constantly with all these perfect bodies and you aspire to be like them. So it's kind of nice to know what's real versus what's not. Um, And those videos are really compelling and eye-opening. And that was, yeah, that was what drew me to you. And a couple of, I think it was late last year, I ended up like we chatted back and forth a little bit in DMs and that was when you actually shared with me that you yourself have ADHD and I was like damn I love this and then we got talking and I actually started doing the Booty by Jacks program. Um, It's amazing the app's beautiful it's great I love how simple it is in terms of an ADHD kind of brain and keep it simple yeah Baz Baz has been doing it and he even said he's like he's like since working on my glutes he's like I have I've had less back pain yeah I had a lot of my back was really sore quite often but doing it I'm like you just had no glutes you needed a juicy booty (laughs) so that's that's actually what just to stop me real quick because it connects in there that's what actually got me right into glutes because um, as a young man, you just train in arms and abs and you're like, I feel good. Um, Mostly arms and chest, not that much abs. Um, And I started getting back pain really bad. And then I was training with guys who were powerlifters and were doing really heavy lifts. And I actually got a uh, disc bulge in my spine and I had back pain on and off for a while. So I started getting into like figuring out how to fix back pain Mm. and, um, I stumbled into like 
the glutes are way more kind of nerdy than what you think, but also very simple once you mm. figure it out. Um, but the importance for all male yeah. or female to train glutes and not just heavy or not just high reps, but a good even amount of hip hinging, you know, squatting, thrusting, working the side glutes. Like no guy wants to put ankle straps on and do cable stuff. Like it looks mm. funny, but I'm that guy doing it. And it helped me and I started talking about it. So I actually worked with a lot of athletes that were mm. injured for years. And then I fell into the booty space and it was like accidental, I suppose. I love that. I actually made Josh, my younger brother, um, do like leg kickbacks today at the gym. Like <laughs> and he was like, he's like, I'm not doing them. <laughs> I'm like, come on, it's good for you. Mm. Well, my, mine was the Bulgarian split squats. They did, they did, I hated yeah. them, but they were really, really good. It is true though. I feel like there's so many more guys now that do like hip thrusts that yeah, you just would everything. not normally see them like grab a bar. And even like the little machine one that they do, oh, like yeah. they put the, the thing over it. Um, but I guess I, <laughs> I digress, <laughs> um, no, I but it. I wanted I to it. ask you, so obviously I have ADHD, you've got ADHD, good old Bazza over here is fine, but, <laughs> Somewhat. but I would love to know a little bit, I think I would really love to today to kind of talk about the relationship between ADHD and exercise. So we all know how beneficial exercise really is for us. Um, but in terms of ADHD, it's like life-changing level amazing um and I guess I wanted to know a little bit about so your journey with ADHD and I guess the role that exercise has kind of played in that for you exercise literally gym exercise and like being fit not just fit but like understanding movement and figuring out what I like literally saved Mm. my life like I was doing bad shit when I was younger like I was 17, 18 and I was getting involved in things that are so bad, like friends going to jail, mm. um, getting in fights and stuff. But even before that, I had some issues in school where I just couldn't sit still. I ended up getting in fights with teachers and, and you know, just being a real bad kid. Yeah. Just an just overstimulated ADHD kid that had no interest in reading these weird poetic books in English for an hour and a half and they just want me to sit at this desk and just watch this person write on a whiteboard and I'm like not everybody learns like this and we know that now and things are changing but end of the day that's what we live for you know I'm 32 today so I went to school like maybe a little bit before you guys but it's still the same thing Um, I really struggled and then what's strange is this is how I figured it out I got to PE class where we're doing sports and I'm the top of the mm. field. Like, I'm like onto it. I'm there every <laughs> class. I'm, I'm asking my, like I'd get in trouble detentions and I'd go to like one of those people that, I don't know, the psychologist, mm. whatever, they call them something different. And I would say to them, please, 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 can I remove like one of my other classes and add in an extra mm. PE class? And I eventually, after ending back at the principal's office and detention, they were like, maybe just let this dude. So I actually ended up joining like double physical education and extra gymnastics class and I got into gymnastics mm. as a as a teenager and I couldn't afford to do it properly because we grew up pretty poor, poor with a single mum but I just was so good at it and then I'd go back to it you know I'd, I'd get about 45 minutes 50 minutes at best sitting down and doing something I wasn't interested in I'd be like I'm a good boy 
be a good mm. kid, you know. Everyone says I'm a bad kid. I, people would always write on my report cards, he gets easily distracted, you know. He's uh, bothering other people in the class, um, you know, loud, um, all the things that ADHD kids get on their report card and then what happens after that, the parents get it and they start hinting, put him on pills, let's mm. slow him down, let's quieten him, you know, he's too much for everyone else. And I understand you want, there's 30 kids, like I went to a normal primary school, like a, a normal school that's quite popular, like 30 kids in one class with mm. one teacher, like they can't manage it. If you've got two or three ADHD kids or people that have got learning disabilities or whatever you want to call it, that kind of like, let's just hush them and put pills into them because it's going to help the other kids and it's all about, and I get it, mm. I understand. But my mum, because she was a naturopath, studying to be a naturopath when I was a little kid, she was like, nah, I'm not putting him on anything, but we're going to start changing the way he mm. eats. We're going to start testing out like, how does like artificial colours, mm. sugars, sweeteners, um, sugar, like, like, if he, does he, what's he like when we eat like a, just more of like a healthy protein and, a, you know, what's it like if we let, allow him to just like go and do sports? So we signed up to soccer. I played soccer for a few years and that really helped me. When I finished that, I got into boxing. And when it, it started getting strange though, when I got to like 17, it wasn't cool to play sports anymore. I was like chasing girls and just wanting to be with people. Mm. I was just I wanted to be at parties and whatnot. So, I quit um, soccer, I wasn't going to my boxing classes and stuff. And then that's when I realized like, oh, I'm not the same as other mm. people. Like I do have something different. I was an ultra people pleaser and then I'd rebel. So it was like really confusing. Mm. And I was like over -talk, like talking too much when I'm meeting new people and embarrassing myself and like really just like I thought like I'm definitely not gonna be successful mm. because I'm basically socially strange and my mum would always be like, you know, you just you just like to do things more hands-on. You like to be a part of like physical mm. movement. And like I was always pulling things apart and never putting them back <laughs> together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, mum thought like maybe you're going to be like an engineer. I'm like engineers like actually fix the stuff. But <laughs> we just want to know how it works. So I yeah, and then it's fine. <laughs> and then we're yeah, like, yeah, I'm done. like pulled apart. Yeah, pulled apart everything. And I'd half build stuff everywhere. Mm. Just half, just half done Jackson everywhere. Um, but mum was like as patient as possible. And then, you know what, like I got back into boxing. I had a boxing fight. I was like, you know, that's pretty fun or everything, but I don't want to have brain problems and there was no money in it or whatever. And I couldn't hold a job. I went through like 20, 20 jobs, just couldn't hold them. I'd usually quit before they'd even fire me because I was like, what am I doing building someone else's dream? I'm just not passionate mm -hmm. about it. I picked beans, worked on an avocado farm, McDonald's, Domino's. I was an electrical apprenticeship, apprentice for six months. And then I started going to the gym because I started doing weights at the boxing place. And then I was like, oh, I'll go to a proper gym. And it literally changed my life because I was like, oh, I have to manage this. I'm not just doing a class, which classes are great mm. too, but it gave me responsibility. Yeah. And what I found is like for two to three hours after I trained, I was just focused and normal like everyone else. And at the gym, I was like, I was like, training hard and I was teaching people stuff before I was even a personal trainer I was teaching these people at the gym like that's oh I, I do it like this a bit different luckily my mum she was a fitness trainer and a bodybuilder when she was younger and then she became a herbalist naturopath so she gave me a little bit of tips as well um but you know short story long it's like it saved my yeah. life and if I can help motivate 
others that maybe it's not ADHD, maybe it's something else, but we're all, every single human's on yeah. the spectrum. It's just how far do you yeah. want to go? And it just saved me and it saved a lot of my clients and so many people online. Yeah. Um, and I think the ADHD community is the ones that really need it like the most. Yeah. Mentally, not just physically. Like I don't just train because I want to have good muscles and stuff. I'm not 21 anymore. Like I really understand that. Like I trained this morning, I had a good meal and I jumped on the podcast because I'm going to be a better person yeah. to speak to. Yeah, no, 100%. I think... Um I think too much in today's society, and I know that it's it's it goes like what you said, it goes far wider than just ADHD, but we as a society, we want the quick fixes, like we want the medication, we want the, you know, the Band-Aid solution, whereas really like when people come to me and they're like, you know, hey, Tara, you know, how do I best manage my ADHD? The first and the best place to start is exercise and nutrition. Like yeah. if those are not right, you are just going to be like backpedaling. Like you are just going to be putting out, what's the term? Like putting out fires or like yeah. kind of trying to put, you know, Band-aid. Band-aids Band-aid on like solution. a leaking boat. Like it's yeah. not going to work long-term. And that's that's really why I wanted to kind of have this conversation. Because even, you know, I, I have a similar, I guess, background and I haven't really talked about it on the Yeah, each, each time the, we talk to people and especially listening to Jackson's, I'm like, yep, that's Tara. That's Tara's story. Yep, that's kind let's, of similar. Yeah, let's just say, um, yeah, I got expelled from like preschool. So this was like three. <laughs> then I had to go to big school early. So I was the youngest one there. Then I went to, had to change primary schools five times because I was naughty. I had to repeat grade four because I couldn't sit down and learn. So I 100% get you, Jackson. I know what it was like. And then, yeah, when you hit the teenage years, you know, the hormones start racing, which means, you know, all those ADHD tendencies and hyperfixations end up usually just resulting in the other gender or what you're attracted to. <laughs> so then you start chasing that and the thrill and all the things. Um, but, you know, when, when it does come to learning how to manage your ADHD, something as simple as exercise is like that's what my parents used. A hundred percent, they threw me straight into swimming and gymnastics and it was back then I remember like it was I don't even know what I would have been like as a child if I didn't do those things like I did them every single afternoon every single day of the week I did competitions on the weekend like there was never a dull moment but going into my adult years you know I actually stopped training as much like from you know probably like late 17 to like you know 25 yeah um, 26, 25, like there was a long span of time there where exercise did not and nutrition did not play a big role in my life. And I think the reason being is part because, you know, I was an adult, I'd moved out of home, I was solo, I had to start cooking for myself, I had to start, you know, taking myself or like pushing myself to go to training or go to the gym or like there was a lot of like those, I guess, executive functioning skills that I had to come up with mm. by myself. But to keep a long story short, um, I, yeah, in the last year, so last year and this year, like on, on our previous podcast last week, I said to Barry, I was like, last year was almost like the, um, the rehearsals, like it was the, the trial run. And then we, we learned all the mistakes, like we figured out what works, what doesn't work when it comes to exercise and all the things. And now we're in like the, I guess the actual, what did I call it? Game day. Yeah, like game, game day. day. Like yeah. we're like ready to go in 2024, yeah. um, especially when it comes to exercise. But even just in like, it's what, three weeks into the year, Baz and I have been getting up every morning about 
5.30, going to the gym, doing ice baths. Like I take a lot of inspiration from you and watching you and Alicia <laughs> um, do the ice baths. Yeah. And it's just been light, like weirdly yeah. life-changing. Like I, I used to take medication on and off um, and there's just nothing like what exercise does for your brain. Like mm. nothing like it. It's insane. Absolutely insane. I love that we spoke on that because it's funny how we're like, oh my God, we're so relatable, but there is thousands of people mm. listening to this or watching this going, no, me mm. too. And they're shaking their hands up being like, I feel seen and I feel understood. Mm. And that's really important because the problem is on average, you're only probably going to have one to two kids per class at school that have ADHD or on some type of spectrum. And then you're going to have the other side where people are like more introverts and they don't bother anyone, but they've got their own shit they're dealing with, their own yeah. mental health. But because they're not loud, they're not yeah. noticed. Mm but they don't bother anyone, so it's all good. We won't, we won't medicate them and they don't really have proper problems until they have to socialise in their teens and 20s and then they're like, I'm not happy ever. And you're like, oh, okay, we've got yeah. other issues. But the, th the thing with that is I'm not against medication. I've had a small conversation with yeah. you about this and I'm, as I've become older, as I've learnt more and I spend hours and hours every day, I'm so passionate about science, health and fitness that I listen to like all the top, podcast mm. i listen i get audio books all the time i'm reading books at night time and my 20 year old self would be like what is this guy doing like i'm actually being like a productive human but it's just the evolution over time and one thing we've realized is like we are not telling anyone that's on medication right now or who might be interested in medication that medication is not mm -hmm. the answer we are saying that there is low hanging fruit that the doctor should be and should be obliged to be asking you before we look at yeah. medication. Especially because the medication guidelines go straight up to a high dose straight away. Like the minimum effective dose is like one-tenth of what they're giving yeah. you. Mm. But the big pharmaceutical companies make money from you being on high yeah. doses. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not a conspiracy theorist or whatever, but I'm just very educated on yeah. this role. And we've seen it with um, people addicted to opioids and whatnot, what happened in those movies and documentaries that have now been put on Netflix. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm like, this has been happening mm -hmm. for ages. This is not just in the painkiller space. This is also in the ADHD medication. Then you've got kids all over America or Australia with doing university college and they're taking tablets to be able to have more mm -hmm. energy and like research, like do all their study for three days before the exams and stuff. And the only people that are winning out of that Young people are being addicted on all things. And then once you take your ADHD medication at this large dose, it, it feels like it fixes you or it numbs you enough where you feel like more normal. But then you're then having to rely mm. like, oh, where's my medication every time you feel. And then I bet you the medication dosage goes up mm. from there. So all we are trying to say and I'm trying to say is what if we had a way to get you to 99% I won't call it normal, but 99% where you feel understood, yeah. calm, you can it's think. It's like functioning, actually being able to function. Yeah. yeah. Like a 99% yeah. function. By just having a look at your movement, at your screen time, like I, I just can't wait to talk to you about some of the stuff that I've been changing in my life mm. at the moment because having ADHD is not like I found this new routine or this new food and it's mm. fixed me. No, every single day when you wake up, there is distractions that are built into social media, TVs, people around you, like 
food, advertisement, everywhere you yeah. go. You cannot get away. If you want to go camping in the bush and just think that's going to fix everything, it's just not sustainable, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you need to figure out on a daily basis. I became the no man when I was in my 20s where I'd say no to like as much stuff as mm. possible because I was a yes man for ages and I, I, I got a lot of my energy from social environments. But the problem is when you become overstimulated, you're like on this, I, my mum would call it, I'm on a yeah. hypo where like I'm like, I think everything's going well and I'm speaking a bit faster and I'm really happy and like, let's do it. And I'm barely sleeping at night, but it's okay because I'm just running on like a wet, oily yeah. rag. And then the crash comes and it's like really like the crash is way lower than the high and people don't understand. And then you're not replying mm. to messages. You're not getting back to the people that actually care about you. Your partner's confused. You th you, you're not sure if you even love your partner because you're just so tired and fatigued. Yeah. So your partner's like, I don't know what, I'm not this, like if your partner, like my wife, Alicia, doesn't have ADHD. She's very much like Barry that's more just like pretty mm. chilled and calm. <laughs> we always attract the opposite to like level yeah. us out. And I, I have a few friends that have people that are more similar, like two high energy people in a relationship. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Like, obviously they just crash together and they, you know, yeah, you need to measure it out, but it works. But coming back to it, it's like, let's go through some of the things that you could do today, right now, that doesn't cost much money. You don't need to, you don't need to buy some lavish cold yeah. plunge, expensive stuff. You don't need to go and do like meditation at some special temple. You don't need to buy like, like gourmet, organic, like lettuce and be sitting there and meditating before you eat. You don't have to do a bodybuilding workout right now today like and that's what people mm. think especially when you're so overwhelmed with adhd you think you sign up to five things in yeah. one week <laughs> and you're like, i'm gonna do yoga pilates i've got this new booty trainer i just signed up to and then oh you know what i really like this new series oh you know what i love this new podcast and then what's gonna happen the crash mm. is coming and then you've got all these memberships and all these people that you feel like you've let down so you're feeling yeah. shame you know and guilt and what you need to do is just slow down and take some simple steps and go through a daily, every day is going to be a little battle. Yeah. And you have to gamify that a little bit in your own yeah. way, not through like social media and stuff. And I actually think it's really cool for my clients or anyone like put up a little story on your Instagram or whatnot and be like, hey, I struggle with these things and I'm going to try to do this and I'm going to try and do it long term. It's not like yeah. 75 hard like... Mm. It bothers me when people are always doing 75 high because maybe for some people that's great and maybe it'll help you lose some weight, but it's definitely going to create a really unhealthy relationship with what you think you need to do to be fit and healthy yeah. because 75 hard's like fucking an hour workout every day, a 5K run, no sugar, no this. Like it's, it's just it's just literally 75 hard is like a screenshot of all this like army shit you yeah. need to do. And it, people were doing it nonstop last year. Yeah. And I said, this is all going to come crashing down for some yeah. people, like people with ADHD. It's it's so, um, I feel like the whole, and this is probably where a lot of people ADHD, with ADHD kind of fall into the trap. And I'm speaking on 
a personal level is, and I had a really real conversation with you when I was like, hey, I really want to, you know, try your program. I want to give it a go. Um, And I was honest with you. I remember saying something along the lines of like, I can't promise you that I'm going to finish it. And that's because I've got so many years of evidence where I didn't. But I think even just having that realistic conversation and instead of going, oh, I'm 100% in, I'm doing this program every single day and actually giving myself the ability to go, hey, I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm just going to learn some new exercises. I'm just going to like watch his content. He's going to be the main person that I'm watching. And then it's like over time, like, you know, I know everyone's heard this, but it's that idea of like 1% better every day. Like that's it. 1%. And Barry and I made a joke the other day. We're like, well, we've got a little bit of um, catching up to do. So we're doing 3% better every day. (laughs) So we're doing three little things like And it's not that we, you know, at the end of the day go, okay, we did X, Y, Z, like there are three, like it's just consciously trying to make three better choices. Um, And for us, it's, you know, it's getting to the gym. It's maybe just, you know, instead of having the Guzman fries going home and cutting up some potatoes and putting them in the air fryer, like it's just really little choices that like I can tell from Barry and I, like even that's going to make such a big difference in, you know, five 10 years from now like it's you're going to be able to see the change I think we just live in a generation where and I'm speaking for myself and particularly with ADHD is you want to see the instant yeah dopamine hit really yeah and I think Jackson touched on just before with the way of going out and signing up to like five or six different programs and things like that what we've done I think which is Mm. perfect for the beginning of this show is we signed up to one gym Mm. but it had all those it had five or six different classes you can do you can do aerial it's like, I think it's we like an adhd it. is dream yeah so you've got ice baths you've got a swimming pool you've got yoga you've got hot yoga you've got hanging yoga you've got pilates you've got boxing you've just got a variety there that you can mm. you've only got one choice to make but yeah. you've got so so many different options available to it's you just about keeping it simple really yeah. hey like um and yeah just and you're not feeling like you're not feeling like you're letting yourself mm. down because you're paying for nine different like companies or, like memberships. Yeah. So it's like, and I think that's can be overwhelming if it's all different companies. But if it's inside this one roof, you're like, what's good is you're always going to go to that yeah. location. And then once you get there, did you book in this? Or if you didn't, maybe just go play on the like the workout area, like the free weights and stuff. Or if you did, oh, and then you'll see someone doing a class while you're doing your class that you like and go, oh, I'm going to try that. Let's go, right? Yeah. You know? um, one thing you can really do with someone with ADHD is simplify everything in mm-hmm. your life. Simplify things to the maximum amount watch all the minimalist documentaries that you need to, whatever motivates you because ADHD people are like, we need to be motivated by like inspirational documentaries or videos or a podcast of a specialist. Like Mm. I absolutely know that there's going to be over a a few thousand people who will listen to this, watch this, find the short vertical versions on TikTok Mm. and Instagram and they're going to make their life better. But it's not because... I'm just saying things. Everyone knows yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. Like if you're an adult with ADHD and you're over like 22, 23, you've consumed everything you can yeah. consume. But you need to listen to someone that's got the experience. You know, sometimes a specialist will talk about ADHD and they don't have ADHD. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, so you're trying to help me with a knee injury and you've never had a sore mm-hmm. knee. It's like, how do you really yeah. like... And what we're doing in this space and what a lot of my clients, because a lot of people that have ADHD also have some type of eating yeah. disorder too. It's like over-controlled 
or all in or all out. Um, and I say eating disorder, not a chronic yeah. medical version. I've just like, I think a lot of people can relate, like where it's like either I'm all into a diet, I'm 75 hard or I'm doing this strict mm. uh, under the calories or I'm fuck it, I fucking, I'm going to do whatever I want because I'm independent or whatever. So I think the, the, the step that we should probably chat about is like, not like a lavish two-hour morning routine that no one can actually do. I love how Alex Hormozzi is like, <laughs> yeah, like people online who are millionaires talk about their morning routine. They're already retired. Yeah. Like it takes them two hours. He's like, I wake up, drink coffee and go to the laptop and I work my yeah. ass off. And I don't fully agree on every single thing he says, but I think it's just a good to be like, okay, how do we simplify our waking up to getting to our first want-to-do task? Yeah. Um, without the four billion distractions from, for example, my birthday today, guess what? I'm very loved, which I'm very grateful for, but I had hundreds, I'm talking hundreds of messages, DMs, missed calls, emails, like, and it's so overwhelming. I started actually like, like, I triggered a little bit of like anxiety, which I think people with ADHD, they fall into those so easily because of wanting to people please. Yeah. And Alicia was like, why don't you just wait till this afternoon and then just say like a post saying thank you to everyone. I'm like, no, no, no. I need, if someone put the time in to message me, I need to tell them with their name, I'm so appreciative and write them like a fucking mm. essay to thank them. Every single person. And it can't be a copy and paste because I know it. Like I'm doing it to people yeah. please. I love and it's that. like, well, you you just can't do yeah. this. And for a better example, it's like you're going to have your own version of that. No matter if you have your own Instagram or whatever, if you don't have a big Instagram, your distractions are going to be not your DMs and your own comments, but you just opening your phone when you mm. wake up and you're seeing these gorgeous girls or these buff guys or whatever, they're driving their Range Rover and life's so good for them. Oh, my life's shit. Mm. I've got to go to work. And these people who are influencers or these people have like money or there's those parents invested in property and look at me like I'm struggling and then you get overwhelmed and then before you know it you've sat in your room and it's 10 a.m mm. and you haven't eaten so then the ADHD people crash even more because you know food now you're not hungry and you have no interest in food because you've gone past mm. that period and then you've basically you're on the roller coaster down for the rest of the day and it feels impossible to get back on normal structure yeah. so what what is like something, some simple things that you've learned or yourself and Barry have started to do? And like you said, you know, you get up early and go to the mm. gym. But like, do you have like, I love the whole like, let's try not to be on our phones in the bed, like in the morning. Yeah, I think um, we, we had a podcast episode recently with another guest and he really kind of broke down, I guess, the idea of like what we were talking about before, how you were saying, you know, when when it comes to eating, when it comes to habits, like we go all in, you know, mm. where we're like, oh, we're 100% in and then it's like we fail and then we're like, okay, we're out. Um, and like what you were saying again with the medication conversation a little bit earlier is our biggest goal, like mine and Barry's and I, yours, I know yours would be the same, is it's just to create like a toolkit, a toolkit of different strategies that work at different points. And this is what I think is key in, in all of this, in the simplest, like simple simplifying things is that like when it comes to ADHD I have this saying where it's like you have to be able to follow the impulse you have to be able to follow what feels good because you're going to get it done then mm -hmm. so if you know your goal in the morning is to 
I guess, get up and get things done. Maybe don't make it super, I guess, um, how would I say it? Like structured in exactly what needs to get done and just like keep it broad. So like, you know, we might have three things that get done in the morning. It might be like connection, like us two connecting. It might be um, like hygiene, like personal hygiene. And then it might be like exercising. That can look different every single morning. So the connection side of things, that might be one morning Barry and I cuddling in bed. If I said to Barry, every single morning for six months, we have to cuddle in bed every morning. It's not like, it's not going to happen. Some mornings I want to jump out of bed and like get the day started. Other days I do. And so this is where like, like what you were saying, keeping it simple and just keeping the idea of like Mm. connection there. So some mornings connection looks like us cuddling in the morning. Some mornings it looks like us just brushing our teeth together. Some mornings it's eating breakfast together. Some mornings it's going for a drive to coffee. Some mornings the connection part is us going to the gym. So it's just focusing on like the idea of something. And then like for hygiene, you know, some mornings I might wake up because I work for myself, I might have the morning free and I might be like, oh yeah, this morning I'm doing my eyebrows, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing a face mask and I'll do that. Whereas other mornings, you know, hygiene might just be brushing my teeth. Like I could not be effed showering, so I'm not going to do it. Um, And then exercising, you know, some mornings it might be going and doing a class or it might literally just be vacuuming the house and moving my body. So it's like, that's my idea of like how to keep things simple and I think that's where getting really clear on almost like your values matter. So yeah. like for me, you know, exercising and eating well, it doesn't have to look super rigid and structured. It can just be simple. Yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. I feel like I went off I in like 10 different I got lost a little bit. I was like, what, what did, what did no, Jackson no, ask again? I, <laughs> no, I, 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 you answered it perfectly. Every single person is going to have their own mm. version of their own the day, you know, own the morning, own the yeah. day, their own version of like um, the routine that allows me to be the best person I can be so I can be the best partner, the best brother, sister, father, mother, you know, best worker, best accountant, mm. best whatever. And that's going to be slightly unique. But one thing will be really common if you allow yourself just to drift around and have no values yeah. and no, like, luckily, I like the way you said that. And it's funny, while you were saying that, I said, I bet you I could improve your life if I made it just a little bit yeah. more structured, which is going to hurt your, hurt your, like, oh, I want to have options, yeah. you know, because I understand you got to be creative and you work for mm. yourself so you can. But I could pretty much guarantee that if I just tightened it, not like you have to train yeah. every morning, not like you have to do this, But if I simplified it and was like, okay, like you need to get a minimum of like when when you use my program, I'm like, you can choose a three-day program or a five-day program. You're going to want to try and tick those off. That's why on the app we have like the tick off. So people who have that, um, you know, that personality where like ticking lists off give you this ah, Mm. feeling. And the same as when you do a new weight that you've never lifted before, we give you a notification that you've hit a PB, personal Mm. best or whatever. But I truly think that like, okay, so you've got seven days in the week, you're doing the five-day program, okay, so if you just wake up every day and go, oh, when I feel like it, I'll train, you probably won't, you won't get them all mm. done. Um, Alicia's, Alicia's the same. Like, so for me, it might be my masculine, 
like male trainer side of course everyone has a bit of difference but for me it'd be like okay um you know monday to friday i would like to go to the gym um if i don't get it done in the morning i'll go at lunchtime or the afternoon yeah. wherever it works around work but i'll try to go to the gym at the exact same time every single day monday to friday because that actually takes another thing out of my choice and yeah. i explained this on a podcast i was on last week no matter if you've got adhd or whatever mm. Everyone's going through yeah. shit and that's why I think it's really important. And there's a lot of people that didn't have ADHD as a kid. I want to talk about this subject later as well. And, um, they get adult ADHD and it throws them right off because they're like, well, like I was never like this when I was younger. And some of it can be not attention disorder, but um, like just making really fast decisions that aren't so great mm. for their life. You're like very sporadic. I've got a friend who got diagnosed as an adult and I was like, ah, oh, it makes sense. Like, you know, I don't want to ever label anyone. But basically, like, you wake up every morning with a battery just like, uh, like a percentage of battery just like your mm -hmm. iPhone. And this analogy is so great and people loved it on the last podcast. And it's like, you wake up in the morning and depending on how good you ate and slept and trained or whatever the next day or how much, how wholesome the day was, you might wake up with, maybe let's say we wake up with 95%. On your best day, you wake up with 100% and you know when you feel good mm -hmm. on those days. But let's say you wake up with 95%. If your morning routine has like lots of options and it's quite relaxed, it's not going to drain your battery, but it's decision-making. And decision-making is like 1%. What clothes am I going to wear? I wear the same singlet every time I do all my videos. You'll notice that like it's mm. like a work uniform. Like all my videos on my Instagram and TikTok, I have like seven of these. I've got some green ones, whatever. It's my work uniform. Some of the best, most successful millionaires and stuff wear like the same grey shirt every single day on their Monday to Friday or whatever. So everything is a percentage when you make choices. And if those choices are multiple choices, multiple times throughout the day, and there's more mm. options, you'll get more decision yeah. fatigue. And when you get decision fatigue as a person with ADHD, it can spiral. And I'm not, not letting you be creative. Yeah. You're gonna, I'm not gonna give you decision basis around your like work stuff like ideas for, for for you guys for your videos online i'm not saying you have to do this it's like but for the things that you're not a professional in or you're not yeah. the top of your field in like exercise or nutrition or whatever you should stick to like some type mm. of routine yeah. so when you wake up you're like we're going to go to the gym at 9 a.m or earlier whichever way you like to do it and we're going to do it most of the time. And if you miss one day a week, it doesn't matter because you did four, you did mm. four of the mm. other days. And then it gives you a weekend. On Saturday and Sunday, I want you to do what you were saying before where you have multiple options that are part of yeah. your values because your battery is going to be so full mm. on Saturday and Sunday because you're like, we just whipped out a structured week. Between one and four, we do our creative videos together or whatever for online. We talk to our business editors, whatever it is. So I absolutely agree with you, but I just think that if you give yourself too many choices and too much luxury, I think the people that have so many options of how many clothes to wear or where to go today for breakfast or whatever can probably get the most decision yeah. fatigue. There's not much decision fatigue in Africa um, in like the camps or whatever. It's like oh, we have to go get the water, we get to eat rice and black beans like and they're all, most of the time when you see them in videos, they're all dancing and laughing and having mm. fun and everything. And I'm like, well, we've get it, we, we make money and we hustle. Mm. 
we give we give ourselves too many decisions and we get decision fatigue. So that's why becoming more minimalist as well. So what I want to do is I want you to get to the afternoon without doing what I did for many, many years and what we all do and what some days are like where I'm so mentally yeah. fatigued, not so much physically, but as an ADHD person, like we have 400 thoughts going through our head at all times and you're like starting new hobbies and one minute you really like this person and you're listening to this person and then, you know, I'm sure Barry's like, how many things can we sign up to and do? And it's like, when is it too yeah. much? And I want you to get, I want you to get to it. But for, for me, it's like 2 p.m. just crash unless I do this yeah. structure. I want you to get to 2, 3, 4 p.m. and have enough battery left that you can have love for your partner yeah. or have love for your hobbies. Like... And when, you got, when you're running your own business or even people that are working full-time, usually they're trying to start a little side hustle on social mm. media, especially someone who has ADHD. They're <laughs> like, I'm going to create a cookie, I'm gonna create a cookie mm. business. I'm going to sell cookies on yeah. the side or I'm going to go to the markets and sell my whatever. You want to have energy for family, partners. And to have that energy, you need to have a little bit more structure. Yeah. And that's just from working with, 5,000 plus mm. clients over the last 10 years. Um, what you don't want to do is do army structure like yeah. every 10 minutes. Like you have to do this. Like if you don't eat this, you're going to get fat. That's not yeah. what I mean. Um, it's like, hey, this is, the, this, is the, this is the best analogy. We're going to go to this location on the map. Google Maps is pr most likely going to give you the fastest mm. direction mm. there. But you're like, no, I'd like to go left here and I want to see this tree over here or this flower garden. It's like, well, you can go there if you want. If you've got a whole Sunday, that's fine. But if you want to get there on time, this is the direction. And that's what I give yeah. to people. It's like, I'm the Google Maps for most of your day or life. Let me just simplify things. So you have more energy for your partner, yeah. for your family, for your friends. So you're not missing messages all the time. And also give yourself the permission to ignore those messages when the time is to work or be present. Um, and I think those tips have been some of the most helpful for mm. me and thousands of my clients. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting looking at our like workout and training um, routines from like last year to the beginning of this year. Like the last three weeks we were, we get up at, five five thirty and train yeah and we come back um and we start work we have breakfast we start work we eat lunch and by we have dinner by six or seven o'clock so we have three hours before we go to bed um to digest and everything it all started when we got the whoops because we were like we need to track our sleep because as you said you you have a yeah. battery mm. and when you don't know how yeah. much is in that battery it's a guessing game but with the whoops, obviously, you can show you 67, 80% recovered, 50% recovered, and you feel it. Um, but when last year, when we didn't go to the gym in the morning, we would get to the afternoon. It was one of those last decisions that we had, mm. but we still had so many more decisions to make. And making that decision, just we just end up not going to the gym. Yeah. So like this morning, oh, yeah. Absolutely. The mornings now are just not even a decision. It's something we wake up and go. Yeah, I probably do. didn't explain that the best in terms of like <laughs> how I explained. I was like, yeah, I feel like that sounded so much more like 
airy fairy than it than it is because I 100% agree with you in mm. terms of um, decision the routine and, and yeah. the decision paralysis because I get there by like 11 a.m. Like I get there very quickly, um, especially I know. With, <laughs> with running your business and all those things. Like I'm done early in the day. Um, but I think for myself, and I think that this is just where the individual kind of comes into play like there's never going to be and I, and I say this really like I'm very passionate about this in the sense that I don't think there's ever one thing that works for everybody and I'll give you a little bit of context to that so for me you know and you mentioned this before a lot of people with ADHD do have disordered eating or eating disorders you know clinically diagnosed or whatever um and that that's a big thing for me and there's a lot of shame around food and eating and there can be the same thing around exercise so for me I have to be conscious about what because I know that my brain does that all or nothing thinking I love the idea of, you know, we're going to train legs today. We're going to do these exact exercises, but it never seems to work for me because, and this might sound silly, but like we go to a relatively busy gym and let's say, you know, the first exercise is hip thrusts. And then the second one is like, I don't know, a goblet squat or whatever. I don't know what they're called. (laughs) Um, And there's no none of the little ball things or I forget, kettlebell. kettlebells that's what they call there's no kettlebells yeah. and there's no hip thrust machines left so then I'm standing there in the middle of the gym and I'm like I can't do anything I can't do anything because I have to do it in this order and if I don't do it in this order I'm not going to get muscles and if I don't get muscles then I'm going to suck and then I'm standing in the middle of the gym floor and I'm like low-key about to have an anxiety attack and then I'm like then I'm so aware of everyone I'm like they're standing, staring at me because I'm standing here doing nothing and now I'm making them feel awkward. And I'm, anyway, so for me, I'm aware that my brain works like that. So I allow myself like, like what you said with the battery, I allow myself probably like a five to 10% like leeway <laughs> where I'm like, if I get to the gym and I'm training legs today and everyone else is training legs, that's gonna overwhelm me. So I'm gonna have enough flexibility in my brain to be like, okay, well, today I might just do arms. Then I go to the arms routine. So that's yeah. kind of what I meant with like the flexibility or allowing myself to yeah, just yeah, have yeah. like that movement. And I think that's the same with food. Like there'll, there'll be times where, and this is just ADHD, you know, I might be, I might go, okay, dinner tonight is chicken Alfredo or whatever. I've probably forgotten to take the chicken out of the fridge or freezer which is a great, it's a nice idea to have chicken alfredo for dinner. And I've probably thought about it all day. But if I don't let myself have that little bit of flexibility around, you know, how about dinner just be a high protein meal and that high protein can equal steak, salmon, chicken. Like let's say they're the three options that I know of. If I let myself have three options, that means that if I've forgotten to take out two, I can probably still find one that's there. Mm. Um, And that's what I also mean around that flexibility. And the reason I do that is because if I don't, I'll go straight into the shame. Like I'll go into, yeah, Tara, you suck. I didn't get it out. Look, you still can't do it. This is the third day. There's been no chicken. You're eating Guzman three days in a row. So that's what I mean by like the 
I guess the little yes. balance. Mm. And I do understand that that can still equal the fatigue, but it's like, that's like my middle ground where it's, it's like... Lessening the choices though. Yeah. 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 So I definitely, and I agree with you yeah. in that sense, like still give yourself, it's more like giving yourself an option. Like, hey, if I get to the gym and everyone's training legs, I'll do arms. Like it's just having a second yeah. choice back up. I love that you, I love that you explained that because it gave it way more mm. context. Um, like, and... Barry even said, well, actually, this year, the last three weeks, which has probably been some of your best yeah. weeks in a while, I suppose, because people try to get, like, you know, you've, like you guys look bright, look like really switched on, happy, like your business is going crazy, like we made it to the podcast, like we're here. Um, and it sounds like you've actually been more structured than what you kind of mentioned yeah. earlier. Um, but then you explained it more like there is people, and I, exactly, I know exactly what you like, and I'm the same, it's like you don't want to shame yourself because you didn't get to use yeah. the leg press because both the dudes are on it with on their phone and they've got all the mm. weights on it and they're just like, Ugh. You know what I mean? There's, but the cool thing is I don't ever tell people that they have to yeah. do a certain exercises this exact way. Obviously, we give them the template on the app, but if you want to start in the middle and go up and then down or mm. like whatever exercise, you can do that. And it's the same with food, like to kind of... to put this in a short version to finish off this part which gives us both ideas it's like i don't i don't want you to do the exact program but i want you to go there at the same yeah. time each day just to help you have more structure yeah. um otherwise it's like turning up to a workplace and there's just like a list of things to do over the day and everyone's just running around over top of each other mm. like if you go to a work site and you're doing a building the electrician's like oh i'll put the lights in later or first and the guy's like i've already tiled the wall how can you put the lights in yeah you know what i mean so like there by giving yourself some structure you're like for me i'm the for alicia and i were exactly the same yeah. like if i don't go to the gym in the mid morning if i don't have a set time that i go to gym and i follow some some type of yeah. structure we don't follow the exact program in the app as well because i've been doing this for 12 13 yeah. years like um i mix it up a little bit but i try to aim when i go in if there's some availability i'll train this kind of body part or lower body like we actually do full body a fair bit of times too because it gives you that yeah. flexibility if someone's on a piece of equipment that i need i just go to the different exercise in the program and then i whip back around to it or what's even better is i know 15 variations to one exercise which is not like everyone's going to yeah. know that and it's something that i get asked by clients all the time like hey the hip thrust the barbell's taken can i use the hip thrust machine or there's no availability for hip thrust okay just do single leg hip thrust on, mm. on a bench you know, I mean, there's, there's, I, but that's something obviously it's taken over time. And it's the same with meals. It's like, um, you don't need to eat chicken Alfredo, but I want you to eat at six yeah. o'clock or, you know, I want you to make sure you actually eat lunch because yeah. otherwise ADHD people are either under eat on the planned like timing schedule, get really hungry and have to get fast food because you're stressed yeah. out and totally fatigued that you're like, I'm not cooking. My brain's yeah. fried. Um, so I think that's perfect. Like showing your version for, for a lot of people that can be like, oh, we can relate. Like Tara, you're right. Like we want some options mm. because we don't want to feel like we're in a jail or whatever. Um, but there's options inside the structure. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that's just, and that's creativity that is important for someone, not just ADHD, but all humans. Yeah. Otherwise we're working for like a slave yard and it was getting whipped. It's like, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Yeah. Um, 
But then I suppose another subject I'd love to know is, and it's something I'm not sure if you talk about on the podcast, but it's something Alicia and I talk about all the time. It's like, it's it's quite difficult over the last, Alicia and I have been together for nearly 13 mm. years. And it's quite di- difficult to try to understand someone's love language when they have ADHD or try to understand what they're thinking about you because sometimes they're really communicative or mm. talkative and then sometimes they're completely shut down because they feel like if they speak to you about something that they're missing in their love language and you reject them, we feel massive rejection and it triggers like a childhood trauma or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I suppose a, a more accurate answer would be is like, have there been struggles in your love life and relationship and sex life, etc., without getting into details? And like, what are some of the strategies that have helped you guys? And then I can talk about some of the strategies that Alicia and I have used over, you know, 12 and a half years of a, oh, of yeah. a roller coaster. Mm. That's long. We're not even anywhere yeah, near congrats that. Congrats on staying that's, together, yeah. <laughs> being that's together. Really that's good. amazing. Uh, do you it's want to not go perfect. First? Like we we argue, we have dis- like disagreements, um, but the biggest thing, like at the beginning of our relationship, I would run away or I'd try and hide because, obviously, as you said, trauma-wise, I had a lot of trauma in the way of conflict, mm. and I wouldn't voice my opinion and run away from situations just because I'm, as a as a, the stronger, n- n- from a physical point, sex you're always scared about what you might do when you can't control your anger so you leave and everything like that. Yeah. That's an uneducated thing and going, I'm just angry and I need to leave. But actually understanding what has happened in those situations and going, oh, that's... If I talk about my feelings, the situation gets resolved in mm. that situation. And Tara <laughs> got to the point where she wouldn't let me leave and she's like, talk about your feelings. Yeah. Um, but once we got over that, a lot of the discussions and arguments and situations, we got over them a lot quicker. So we're able to resolve the situation quicker. They happen, There's we, we have like two or three arguments a week or some discussions or whatever you want to call them. Josh is like, a day. He's working, <laughs> he's work, yeah. Well, use, it's, it's also, you probably work from yeah. home together. Yeah. Alicia and I, we, she's a part of Booty mm. by Jack. She mm. does all the editing. She keeps me fed when I'm on hyper mode or whatever. Um, just like I said before, I don't want anyone to think on this podcast that I've figured yeah. everything out and I'm healed. I've healed my ADHD or I'm above everyone else now. I'm giving advice. No, there's like a, like a drug addict because there's many relapses. Mm. So, of course, like, and if you don't, if people who don't argue at all, I'm actually worried about those relationships. Yeah. Like when I say argue, like you don't want to, you don't want to be getting in like full blown yeah. fights all the time. But people who don't, people who don't have tough conversations, they probably don't really think long term or they're not really being fully yeah. honest. I think one of the things that was really pivotal in our relationship was, you know, I, th- I think when we look, when we're in a relationship, you're always, when you're two people that are looking to always grow and improve, you know, you you look outwards and you're like, okay, how can I improve myself? How can I improve myself? And you learn all these communication strategies and you learn what it means to be a good partner or to be in your feminine or your masculine and all these different things. Um, and I think it's all good in theory, but I think that there's an element in which actually just understanding that you're human beings is really powerful too. And Barry and I had this, I guess, moment. And I think, you know, because I, 
at the start of our relationship, you know, we were following a lot of people on social media that I guess seemed to have these like relationships where they just communicated perfectly. And I was like, on what planet? <laughs> like on what planet? And I'm like, if I'm always trying to communicate perfectly, I'm actually not half the time being able to actually say how I'm really feeling because I'm just tripping over my words and I'm trying to say things perfectly and blah, blah, blah. So early on, Barry and I kind of decided um, to basically not hold each other to a perfect standard. Mm. And it's like, yeah, a good standard. Like I expect that, you know, we would speak to each other with love and kindness um, and all those things. But I also, like I firsthand know what it's like to be emotionally dysregulated. Like I feel for Baz because I will call him every name under the sun sorry <laughs> but I'll be like and I'm just like I'm so sorry I'm emotionally dysregulated like and I'll be like I need to go away like I need to go away but I'm like it he it feels so safe because he can he just says to me he's like it's all good like because we've talked about what emotional dysregulation is he understands my ADHD so it actually is so refreshing for me to be able to kind of just be shit sometimes and that's just the way it is like mm. and I think you know it the same applies to exercise and you know eating and all the things because it's like yes it's a great idea to be this perfect human that just ticks all the boxes and does all the things but it's like the second we hold ourselves to this perfect standard in whatever area in life we end up we will always fall short you just will because you are a human being and you know stress comes into it um work related stuff comes into it family like there's Finances, triggers you know yeah. there's both people have trauma in relationships like there's so many multifaceted things that kind of go on but I guess um in terms of like actually having a healthy relationship is and I say this really like firmly is honest communication like not asshole communication but like honest like be honest be allowed to say the real stuff not just like oh you know you've really been frustrating me like just say it sometimes and because like yeah. if you don't you're actually shooting yourself in the foot because you will just resent that person if barry couldn't handle and vice versa you know if if I couldn't handle, you know, being told, hey, you're being a little bit nasty, then I'm probably always going to be nasty and not realize. And he's just going to resent me for it. He's going to be sit there and go, oh, Tara's so, such a bitch, like, ugh, and have never actually told me. Whereas him just telling me that, hey, you can be really nasty sometimes. I'm like, fair, fair point. Like, mm. damn, okay. And then it holds me accountable. He's not resentful towards me because he's got it off his chest and I'm there going, yeah, cool. I should probably be a bit nicer. Mm. Like, I, I don't know if that really answers your question, no, but... I, I think it does do. No, yeah. it does. I think That's resentment causes big things in relationships. Uh, the, best, the best way to kind of explain this would be to... If you don't have difficult conversations with your partners, mm. you won't know how they're going to react or who they really yeah. are. Because everyone can be, everyone has an awesome relationship in the first six <laughs> yeah. months. Because you just, you're having sex and you see each other for a few hours and you're just like, 
oh, I'm not going to fart in front of each <laughs> other. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's perfect. Yeah. Everyone's in the honeymoon period. There's so much lust that even if there's so many toxic mm. traits of the male, you know, so many ADHD females. I have so many clients, not just ADHD, so many females, they date bad mm. men and they're completely blind to all the toxic red flags because they're just like, he looks cute. Mm. Mm. It's like, well, guess what? Looks cute is not going to be great in six months when if you get pregnant and this guy's catch you later, like poof, yeah. gone, um, or he's abusive or he's got three girlfriends in different states. And one thing that's really important is it, you might feel like you're going to live like for a long time and you might feel like you don't want to rush a relationship. But if you're over the age of 22... 21 22 and everyone's different i met a couple at the event that i went to this huge gold coast party i went to on the weekend which is the first time i've been to a party in like mm. eight years it was so weird uh well five six years i've been to weddings and stuff but that was different it was like millionaires and lamborghinis and rolls royces no, no joke joke this place was like all some of the biggest millionaires of the gold coast was there it was like a full-on thing and you see people just doing crazy stuff. And when you're 18, 19, that's cool. That's the time mm. to do that. But if you're 21, 22, and I met this couple there and they were only 23 years old and they were married already and they've been, been together since they were like 16 or whatever. And I was like, that's so sweet because Alicia and I've been together since like just after high school or whatever. And if you're at a certain age, I'd say 21, 22, have difficult conversations and bring up your love languages and what you're feeling and talk about your feelings because if that person doesn't nurture them like and don't they're not going to nurture them or speak about them straight away sometimes people need to like for example i could relate a lot to barry when you were saying that i would leave a lot Mm -hmm. of the time and move away for it not because i could relate because alicia's like that um like we so i'm I'm like the ADHD person in the par- partnership and Alicia's more like you where she would she would need space mm. and I would get really upset that we couldn't just figure it out and talk about it straight away. I'd be like, no, 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 I do the exact same thing. Like we have to talk about it now because if you're away and you're thinking, I'm just stressing yeah. about what you're thinking. But what I realise is like if you just take 20 seconds in two different rooms, you're like, wow, I didn't mean any of that really. I was just hungry yeah. or... <laughs> Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's so many times when you're in a relationship where you're like, I was just, I don't even mean the words that I said. Like, I adore this person. Mm-hmm. I love this person. Like, I will make sacrifices and I will make adjustments to how I treat them yeah. because I know that that is important mm-hmm. to them. So have difficult, have difficult conversations with your partner if you want to be with them long term. Mm-hmm. And if you're over the age of 21 and you're with someone, isn't most people thinking they're going to be with Mm. them forever or if you're not having those conversations and you don't mind if you know a lot of females won't have the conversation to males or someone in the kind of the more feminine space will won't have the conversations because they're afraid that person will leave Mm. them if they bring up that thing it's like we'll do it now because you're wasting your good years you know like Do you want to be a, have that conversation when you're 40 after three kids and then there's a massive divorce and then there's all this crazy stuff happening? Yeah. So some, some really amazing things that Alicia and I have worked on and I loved – I laughed and I had to stop myself from laughing when you were talking about how you have like little – I call it like little domestics all throughout the day. Because <laughs> yeah. Alicia and I are in the gym together and as a personal <laughs> trainer, 
she's my worst client <laughs> by far because i have no i have no um i am not the trainer mm. to her i'm the boyfriend uh, husband now so she's like you know what fuck you i don't want to do bulgarians today and i'm like what do you mean like no one's people respect me <laughs> do you know who i'm I the trainer am? like no, like people, I'm so used to, I did personal training yeah. for 10 years. Someone's paying me. So they never say no. Like if they get fatigued, I'll notice it and I'll mm. stop. I'm not an army trainer. Like I might be wearing this singlet. People might be watching this going, oh, he might be a really hard trainer. No, I'm like, like I grew up with my sister and my mum with no father. I am, I love moving to my feminine space. Like I'll be disciplined trainer, but you can see the client struggling. Okay, that's enough. We don't need to kill you. We're here for <laughs> yeah. a long term. But Alicia will just be like, Nah, I'm leaving now. I'm just, and I'm like, what do you mean? And we were having an argument in the gym. People seeing us, we'll have arguments around the house. But the cool thing about it is, we always, within a few hours or within ten minutes or within a day, we we've got better as our relationship has mm. got longer and we've got better at this. We've got better at resolving those issues mm. quicker, and both being apologetic very yeah. early. Because as soon as the other person says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel that way, the barriers and the yeah. ego drops down and all the, sh the hard shell disintegrates and you go, oh, we were just fucking arguing about nothing. <laughs> 100%. Like, of, yeah. course, of course, you learn something from every 100%. argument. It's really interesting. Um, you probably learn more on the, the later years of the relationship like past the first one year, mm. two years, you'll probably get more out of a tough, uncomfortable conversation than just like a beautiful date where everyone's happy yeah. all the time. Because you've done those hundreds of times and you've learned as, you know, a lot from that. So for us, it's just like really structuring, knowing that when business for you guys, okay, we're doing business, we're working on business. Okay, when do we stop doing business partners and be lovers mm. again? Like where's... And when you're working from home, where does that line fade? And if you're someone listening to this and you don't work with your partner, but what you're bringing back home at the end of the day, some of your frustration from work, like your boss or someone at work has mistreated you or you're overwhelmed because you've just got too much work. No one's mistreated you, but you're, just, you're working so hard for your boss and you don't feel like you're really getting the value that you're putting mm. out. So when you get home, what do you do? You carry a lot of those issues in the front door and you're not sexy to your boyfriend or you're not um, passionate to your partner or whatnot and then they start going oh what's wrong with you and then six months later you're talking about breaking mm. up when all you had to do was figure out when to divide hustle business time work time and stress and it's hard to yeah. do that so I think it's really important to again it comes back to what I was saying before about structure know when you are the ADHD community partners that are educating mm. and being business people mm. and know when that you can just be you guys like when you first met you know what i mean or like you guys in those special moments where you're like we aren't business owners we're just like flirting lovers that are having fun and we don't have all these business structures and taxes and company and you know all this unsexy mm. shit all the time and i'm a, i definitely get caught out talking about business all the time yeah. to alicia and that's that's not making her want to have mm. fun or kiss or or do anything sexy so i think that's one of the really good advice i can give to you guys and other people is like don't bring your shit home mm. yes 
if you feel like you are going to bring it home or if you are feeling overwhelmed, one of you or both of you, then you can unpack that together, but unpack it in like a, all right, we're going to unpack it and then we're going to just mm. completely switch yeah. it off. It's, it's like the analogy of someone with ADHD is so overwhelmed. I've got so many things I need to do today. Write them yeah. fucking down on a list, on a, on a piece of paper, not on yeah. your phone. Use that old school shit, piece of paper and a pencil for some reason. I don't know if it's just me, but pencils feel better than pens for people with ADHD. I don't know. This is tripping yeah. me out. It might just be me. But like write that stuff down and just say, okay, it's on paper. Especially at nighttime, you'll have these things mm. in your head. Just write a few things down and go, well, there you go. I'm not going to forget it because if I didn't write it down, I would have just put it back in the hard drive of yeah. my brain, the overwhelmed over – the hard drive is like only got 200 gigs and you got 400 gigs in there and you're, like you're glitching. Um, and that's another tip. Just like have the conversation, write the things down and then turn the page mentally, physically and go – now I'm going, to put, I'm going to put into my schedule that this is time to be home partner, home lover, yeah. have fun, have no serious conversation. Like I'm not saying you can't, if something comes to you, like a cool idea, you can't not mm. talk about it. But like no tax talk, no business talk, unless it's sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, set, it's setting um, some boundaries. And just, yeah. yeah. I think also... There's some other things that we spoke about when we did our first call about mm. the podcast about like strategies with food yeah. and stuff because we haven't really gone – we've said, hey, you should eat healthy but what, what's like healthy or what works um, for others might not work for someone else or they might be confused. There's a lot of information mm. online. So I think we should chat about like any exercise is good exercise, yeah. literally. Um, but it's not always for people with ADHD that any food's good yeah. food because – if you smash down a lot of like packaged food that's got a lot of ingredients, that's carbohydrate based, that's lots of fillers and sweeteners, colors mm. or whatever, that can really be like a reactive trigger for the real anxious, overloaded mm. brain of people with ADHD. Yeah. So my advice would be to try to create like really simple single ingredient meals and just rotate them throughout the yeah. week. Just like... So Alicia and I, like we have the we have the personalized meal plans, but I always say to anyone who doesn't have the personality types that they want structure, mm. if they want more balance, which is like half the people, it's 50-50. I say what I'm going to do is you're getting a personalized meal plan, which is going to have the amount of food that you should be eating for your goals. But I want you to use it as a fun recipe mm. book. It's just a recipe book. When you don't know what to do, pick one yeah. of the meals. You can have breakfast for dinner. I don't care. You can have like the friday's dinner for your monday's dinner whatever it's just it's just a recipe book have fun with it if you don't eat anything that's on here and you want to make your own meal make the protein and the carbs and the fats a similar size on the plate you know what i mean so an easier term an easier terminology for people is just like single ingredient items are usually most of the time like we're just throwing a net on this which is much easier for Mm. people is usually much better for you if you read something and it has like 27 ingredients on it and you're like, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce these words, probably not so yeah. great for you. Um, when you have some chicken, some rice, some peanut butter sauce or whatever, some feta, like this single ingredient stuff, you might want to have like four, four, three to five ingredients on your plate and then start yeah. like that. Obviously, three meals a day have... A good amount of protein. Okay, what's a good amount of protein? Well, everyone has a different size fist. So you want 
like just under a fist size for protein and a male has a large male has a bigger fist yeah. and a small lady or a small guy has a smaller fist so you can kind of like reference that and then your fats you want like half of that and the carbs again you can do around a fist as well okay what fats what carbs well most fats are pretty good as long as it's not like vegetable oils and just mm. like saturated and when i say saturated i mean like fast food fats are usually not just single ingredients yeah. but butter ghee coconut oil you know olive oil stuff like that avocado nuts all these things and then when it comes to carbs this is probably the most important for someone with adhd if you start your morning with the good old cereal you're going to crash and burn mm. because you're just having like sugary carbs you're just like you're zapping you're getting a you're getting an insulin spike and the brain functions like hyperactive and then yeah. psh, crash right away um so we want to have carbs that are just like simple things and i actually prefer for me and it's proven as well like scientifically that if you push more of your carbs to like post-workout or dinner time especially like dinner time it's going to allow you to feel more relaxed and mm. sleepy so my breakfast is usually like quite low carb yeah. depending like for you guys you go to training before breakfast so you might want to put some more carbs in that meal but like it might be like three eggs piece of bacon and like a banana because i'm just like simple yeah. man i miss the simple i think that's good i th like i think that's what's changed the game for diets for us because i used to get so overwhelmed with like recipes like i've i've paid for a lot of meal plans in my time trust me <laughs> and they've never worked like one from like a cost perspective you know i love the idea of creating all these meals and whatever but like cost wise like my ability to try and figure out how much of all these different ingredients I need. I end up buying too much. They get lost in the cupboard. I don't use them. I can't be bothered making the meal like, or I don't like it by Tuesday. Whereas I agree. I think one thing that we've done is we have like select veggies that we kind of like, like we'll alternate between like carrot, baby broccoli, um, potatoes, asparagus. asparagus, like just different ones that we like. And literally our plates like breakfast is two eggs and a piece of avocado or like a little bit of avocado or you know two eggs and actually to be honest most of the time it's just two eggs for me like i'm just like that's enough um that's all you want yeah because i find that what like what you were saying if i have carbs in the morning i just crave sugar throughout the day whereas if i yeah absolutely it's whereas proven. if i just have like protein and fats in the morning and lunch like i don't normally crave it so i find that yeah um, something like that and then for lunch I'll have like you know a piece of salmon or some pre-cooked steak with some potatoes mm. and then dinner's much the same like it's no more complicated than that which has been game changing didn't you see uh, Jackson's story and you're like I want that yeah the steak and it was a steak I was like look Baz they cook I was like they cook how we cook like it's just a slap of meat it's a bit of protein and it's a bit it's of it's a bit of everything else because I'm just not a recipes person and like sometimes I will no like pre-cooked meals you know something like sp a healthy spaghetti like a low calorie spaghetti is like pretty easy and it's a quick um a quick one but yeah like uh, for lunch this week I've been eating slow cooked chicken in a bowl like there's nothing else in it except for chicken breasts and it's got yeah. some like barbecue flavoring on a tiktok recipe i found mm. <laughs> and it was just like yeah, easy cool. as like yeah you basically just explained my single ingredient yeah. um 
structure with people with ADHD or people who are just busy. Maybe there's yeah. a lot of people, you know, I think like watching your social media grow has been crazy and I'd say that people either have ADHD or they think they have it, which is the same yeah. thing to me. Like if you're struggling with all the things that we struggle with, I don't need you to go see a yeah. doctor to get diagnosed. You're struggling with the same shit we're struggling with. I'm not like to ask people, where's yeah. your certificate? <laughs> yeah. My ADHD is way worse yeah. than yours, mate. It's like, no, nah, I don't care. Like you're struggling with stuff. And then to see your growth, it's like obviously the partners of people or the families of people that mm. have ADHD can follow as well because it allows you to go, oh my God, like I understand these people. But it just makes me realize more and more like, we need to simplify yeah. our lives yeah. because more is not always no. better. And single ingredient meals, simple workout, like I'm sure you would have seen on our programs on Booty by Jacks, like people, one of the biggest complaints, or not the biggest, one of the biggest complaints is I give to people too much food because they're girls <laughs> that don't eat enough. Mm. You know, I have female clients that are like not yeah. eating enough and they're like, this is too much food. I'm like, yeah, but the calories are less than you eating like yeah. sushi with your friends, but you just, it's the volume that looks mm. big. We're trying to give you nutrition and make you feel full from healthy yeah. foods. They just don't get it. And then the second one is, oh, um, they haven't even tried the exercises yet. They haven't tried the program yet, but oh, this looks like really easy. There's only like five or six exercises. I'm like, yeah, because that's how I've been, I've been training clients for seven to 10 mm. years. And guess what? They've got world-class physiques because it's not a TikTok video where I have to get views, where I have to put fake random exercises, fancy shit that looks cool. Because if I just posted the workouts that I take most of my clients through, everyone would be like, oh my God, like that's just so simple. Mm. But it's simple, but it's not easy because we need to train hard yeah. as well. So if you, wanna, if you wanna make your workout program harder, don't put more exercises in it, go to the next way. Yeah. If you're on the twelves, if you're on the tens for Bulgarians, three weeks later you should be getting the twelves. Yeah. I think we've just we've just over. And that's how you know you're yeah, progressing. Yeah, we've just overcomplicated things. Well, I think you look at so you look much. at physiques like you said before. You look at the world's biggest bum or those ones, <laughs> and you're like, that they must be doing all these extravagant workouts and everything, and mm. they show you mm. their extravagant workout. You're like, I have to do that to get yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it. It you don't really have to. Yeah, it kind of comes back to what we were saying before. Like whether we're talking about exercise, diet, relationships, like it's all just consistency and that idea of like you're in it for the long run. Like whether that be food, whether that be exercise or whether that be your relationships. Like, mm. and I was going to say this before when we were talking about relationships, but like people always kind of think like, you know, I've got one issue. I just need to have one conversation and then it'll be fixed. And I'm like, mm. no, you guys will have the same fight 30 times. You will. Yeah. I'm like, you guys will fight about yeah. this problem 30 times. And in the 30 times, if you guys are both aware, you're both ready to say sorry and you're both ready to make improvements, you'll gradually get there. And the same goes for the food. Mm. The same goes for the exercise. It's like, it's just consistency. It's the long-term game. It's like, how can we just simplify it? You know, maybe you don't need five different marriage counselors in five different relationship courses you just need to have the same conversation and apply the same technique yeah. every single time and just get better at communicating that's it do you know what i mean like it's the same with the exercising yeah i totally agree and the one thing that will trip people out they don't realize is the person that you're with right now your partner 
won't always be the same person in a year yeah. and a half. That's and a good thing. <laughs> that is called evolution. <laughs> That's a, a good thing. thing. And it and it may be that they get their health declines. Mm. Um, the amount of women that sign up to me that are like, I need to save my relationship or marriage. My husband is not having sex with me, is not getting hard, whatever, like doesn't even touch me anymore. Mm. The amount of young girls that are like, I see my boyfriend on the couch when he doesn't know I'm looking and he's liking and watching videos of other girls doing like booty dances and just like, and then they're just like, oh, I'm never going to have that body or I need that body. body. And in most part, it's disgusting, mm. um, but no one's perfect. And girls do it to guys too. I'm not discriminating men. Like the amount of guys that I've known over the years training men or just talking to people or even training women, they'll get with their friends like, oh my God, did you see that new episode? That guy's so hot. They're idolizing mm. this guy on a TV series that has makeup on and has perfect abs. Lighting. And like, he seems like a, ro <laughs> yeah, he's like, he has this like, the whole series is how romantic he is, but he's also a killer. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, you're idolizing like a serial killer, but he's also very attractive. And he's like, he's an audience. Like, well, how is like, how is that making your partner yeah. feel? And what I keep telling people is it's like, you need to do this journey and this health for you. But if it motivates you, it's probably a sign if your partner, girl or guy, if there's people with ADHD listen to this and, you know, they've let themselves go because they're focused... And it's usually because you've started focusing on paying the bills, like mm. your business. A lot of my actual adult clients, which is actually more than 60% of them, people think because I've gone viral on TikTok that I have a lot of like, six, like 18 mm. to 20-year-old clients. I have... We have the same percentage of plus 35-year-olds on TikTok as what we have under 25. And a lot of them, I'm just like, well, yes, it's not your fault that you've gained weight and ended up not loving yourself. And a lot of times they don't love themselves, so they're not allowing their partner to mm. love them. Yeah. They're never, they're never wearing, they're, never, they're not getting in a bikini. They're not wearing the sexy clothes they used to wear when they got the guy to fall in love with them and chase them and, and get them. They're not keeping that same energy throughout the relationship. And I'm not saying that like, when you're 45 or 50 that you're going to be wearing like a tiny little skimpy bikini and the guy's going to have abs and it, but you can still be sexy for your yeah. partner and it comes from self-love. Yeah, it comes from like, if you can't love yourself, how do you expect anyone else I've to love I've said you? that to Baz so many times. Like we've, we've been open previously, I guess, about how, I mean, this happens in any relationship, you know, sex drive goes up and down in individuals, but... I've always noticed a pattern within myself that, you know, when I don't like what I see in the mirror, I actually don't want to engage in anything. Like I'm mm. like, nah, mm. like I'm good. But then the second I'm feeling good about myself, I'm like, here, like, here we go. I'm Come ready, ready to rock it. and roll. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so little to do with him. Um, but I think there's, yeah, like there's two layers to that conversation. But imagine how, imagine how that makes yeah. him feel. So, and this is what I go through with Alicia and this is what's really cool. Like luckily I've had a lot of, you know, what, what's allowed me to be a really good female coach. Mm -hmm. People sometimes say, oh, why do you only train women? I'm like, well, I train men too, but Biddy by Jax is yeah. pretty women dominant, like most of our audience. But what's allowed me to be a really good coach and understanding is like, Alicia has like such a high pressure on her body image and you might see Alicia in photos or videos or whatever 
And when she mm. sees herself, she's not happy for a lot of the time throughout the yeah. year. Like she was, she was just saying this morning, she was happy before Christmas. She was quite consistent. And then we, we went away and we went really relaxed. We had a lot of Christmas mm. meals and we didn't train as much and we we're just having fun. Yeah. And I said to all my clients, I'm sure you would have seen this post on my Instagram. It went pretty viral. I put up a, like a, a font kind of back background, black background saying like, if your trainer is telling you to track your meals on Christmas day, fire your trainer. <laughs> yeah. Like just fucking chill out. Like spend, whenever you're with family once or twice a year, just eat whatever, the, the apple pie, the whole cake, yeah. whatever. And I see, so Alicia's not as happy with her body now after mm. Christmas. And I see her and I'm just like, men are funny as we're like, we just love you all the time. I know, Barry, Barry says that to we're me. Just like, He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, we're just like hubba bubba. Yeah. Like, we're just like, whatever. it's like we, a, a, a healthy male that's, you know, at a decent percentage of health, we just think like, we don't even care if we're not in that best shape. We're just like, we're just ready to love all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? As long as we've had some food and we've slept and stuff, we're just ready to love. But with girls, it's and understanding women... It's, it's really important. It really is like a Da Vinci mm. code. And it's like, okay, if that day she didn't see herself and love herself, then it's not that she's not attracted to me, but she doesn't want to have mm. sex because she doesn't feel like she's sexy. Yeah. She's like, you know, she's thinking he doesn't want to have sex with me. And even if he's trying, you don't want to see what I look like today because I look really big today because I got my period mm. or I had my period or before, whatever. And... It's, it's really rough. And a lot of this is just women needing to love themselves more regardless of what shape mm. they're in. And everyone follows one girl who's like a plus size girl or doesn't look that good. And she's like got a confident, yeah. sexy personality that truly just loves herself because she's probably been through shit and she's worked mm. on it. But the other side is people who actually do need to actually be healthier. Yeah. One, it's going to help you in, in your hormones. And if your mental health and people with ADHD, holy shit, mental health is a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. Like, like through my 20s, every single fucking day, I had bouts of like, who am I? What's my purpose? Yeah. Am I doing enough? Am I going to be successful or am I good enough? Or wait up, I want to do this. Oh, I can't afford to do that. It was just like battles, yeah. like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other and the devil is just so strong. And the thing is, it's like I think putting energy into like proper training and proper nutrition in whatever version that as we've spoke about, whatever mixed balanced version that is, but doing like a fucking six months, mm. like six months of and some days you're not going to do good. And some days you're going to yeah. get KFC like we did two weeks ago. We had the power go out at our place twice. It's like, oh, well, fuck, we've got no power, like whatever. <laughs> um, and I don't we don't regret yeah. them. We don't sit there and we don't shame ourselves for it. I'd make note that, oh, wow, my body felt shit and my workout was shit mm. the next day. I actually preferred cooking chicken and salad or steak and salad or, you know, just a salad like rice. You know, I can still eat a lot of food. Yeah. It's not how much I'm eating. It's the choices and the laziness mm. and whatnot. And, and like there's nothing better than working really hard in whatever, a run, a workout, Pilates, yeah. yoga, martial arts in the fucking in the garage, whatever you want to do, you know, just just move yeah. your body. That's why I love the cold plunges and the sauna that you have at yeah. the gym. We have a little cold plunger at home I got recently. And I just when you're having a lot of going on in your head as someone with ADHD or anyone, 
where it's like, oh, I can feel the anxiety coming in. I can feel the noises. I can feel just the, the pressure where I'm not feeling very good and I'm just going to spiral. Cold shower. Yeah. Go have a cold yeah. shower. Trust me. The endorphins and the just like it just snaps you out of your just it just snaps you out of your shit. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a decent meal for the first time in six months <laughs> of my life. I'm just going to have one, I'm just going to have one good meal. And it just starts like that. And the more, the more healthy things, and healthy is a loose word, but the more things you do that are genuinely good for you long term and mm. short term, like everybody knows it, no one needs for me to teach them science of macros and meals and like, I don't, you don't need to know the technique of how to do an RDL. It's like, just start being healthier yeah. and it's a it's a compound effect and so is being unhealthy mm. yeah like if all the people you hang out with want to drink all weekend or take drugs or just eat shit mm. and just fucking whatever like you're going to be more like mm. that and it's it's going to be easy to be unhealthy and the more things you do that are healthy it's the one percent better yeah. a day or the, or the 3% better a day for you guys. I love it. I feel like this is, yeah, this, this conversation's been like more than what I, I guess, wanted it to be in so many ways. And I think it's, yeah, it's really, I guess, solidified. Like if you've got to the end of this episode, I love that. <laughs> love that you're still yeah. with us. But I, I think just even kind of, yeah, like being able to wrap it all up, like the whole gist is just do simple things more often. Yeah. Like, but not even that more, like just 1% better every day. And like, you know, then it increases to two, it increases to 5%. It, it just slowly increases. Like I think, I think it goes into relationships. So many nutrition, areas. Training, daily routine. And do you know what? Like we, we did talk about relationships and I, I love that because exercise and nutrition, yes, helps with your ADHD, but it also helps with sex drive and it also helps with what we were talking about, you know, feeling confident in your body, moving your body and wanting to, if you are in a romantic relationship or you're, you know, active in the dating space, like you want to feel good. You want to look good. You want to bring your best energy. And I think, yeah, it all, it's all, it all goes so hand in hand. Yeah. And I think we're going to have to get Jackson on again. I know. I'm like, I already so have much. more I feel like Jackson's not about. finished. He's like, I'm, I'm good to go for another, no, no. another 45 to an no, hour. I w- <laughs> we, we did a podcast with the technicians podcast like a week or two ago. And we, it's just, it's a good time to finish mm. up because we want to leave people wanting they more. They will. <laughs> I know that. 100%. There's so much more, but also there isn't that much more because I just want to simplify yeah. people's lives. So it's like we can talk more because we love to chat yeah. ADHD people just and we, you know, as my client and friends now, like we love a chat. But to finish off, it's like you don't need more to get yeah. started. Yes, we're going to record another podcast in a few weeks or whatever, look at the feedback, get some questions. We might do some Q&As mm-hmm. and whatnot. But you can start this afternoon, this morning, tomorrow, no equipment, all the equipment, gym, no gym, just go for a walk and eat some Mm. eggs. You know what I mean? Like, and if I think that's the best way to finish it in that you don't need to do 75 hard or you don't need to sign up to like full eight week challenge or lavish things. If you need that support, I would love to help anyone. But I'm saying from my heart, it's like you can be better right away without listening to Huberman podcasts for two hours like a scientist <laughs> I or can't anything. listen to them <laughs> and you 
you don't need a cold plunge. You can have a cold shower. You know, you don't need any more stuff in your life. You need less things and more yeah. love. Simplify it. Simplify no, it and be in it for the long game. Yeah. I love that. Do yeah. you want to tell the people where to find you again? I think you mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, but so it's been, a, it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, so <laughs> that's all right. So, yeah, Booty by Jacks on Instagram. Um, I think I'm like shadow banned because Booty's in my name. So you have to like type the whole thing, which is so strange because I'm like a verified user. We have like incredible community. Like it's crazy. And then TikTok, again, you couldn't, we couldn't use booty in the name, but it's still booty, but I've used two zeros for the O's, <laughs> but it'll come up because if you just type in like, basically I come up in like all the hashtags on TikTok. Mm. Like I've just taken over TikTok somehow. I'm very grateful and thankful. Like people at this party on the weekend, just all these girls just kept coming up to me like, oh my God, I know who you are. You're that guy. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really used to it because I don't really go anywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, booty by Jacks on Instagram, booty by Jacks on TikTok with zeros. If you just type, it'll come up. Um, I have a podcast called Real Talk with Jacks that's just not active at the moment. I had an episode a few months ago, but I'm just focusing on TikTok mm. and Instagram. And then we're, we're starting to do YouTube as well, which is really creative. It's just like more of a longer chats and tips and everything. But I think the best place to start is our Instagram. I feel like that's our community there is incredible. And you get to see more of, you get to see more of Alicia and I in our real, like just in our house talking, having like, I'll put up a story saying that we had like a domestic <laughs> in the gym and that people were laughing at it and stuff. Um, and then the really popular, like me reacting to bullshit stuff or really good yeah. stuff. And I just give you my real, you basically see me exactly like this. And this is how I am with my mum yesterday for my birthday. Yeah. Um, this is how I am with my mates. Like one thing I did in 2023 is just I decided that I would be 100% my authentic mm. self on every single piece of content yeah. that I do. Unapologetic and some of it is going to hurt people's feelings and some of it's not going to be always perfectly some, – some science is going to prove it wrong in six years but it's just the knowledge mm. that I know and I'm going to do it because I just want to help yeah. people. And that's what's been really, really creative and, and powerful. I love us. that. And you, yeah. oh, sorry, you so go. That, that's really, that's like one of the first like PTs or um, people in the health industry saying that in six years time, they may be debunked, but that's what I know. Most now. people will it's be. the most honest. Uh, <laughs> we thing. probably will be. Honest opinion, I've, 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 honest answer i've ever seen to something and yeah, yeah. happy birthday we yes didn't even say happy that. birthday <laughs> thank I, you thank you i've honestly loved yeah, it. yeah it's been it's been such a vibe having you on i think you know you're making a far wider impact than you know who is actually in your community immediately like i know in our life i know that even you know mates that i train with at the gym you know i teach them a thing or two from your stuff and yeah it's it's yeah, really cool and i think you know people would share your your videos far and wide so keep doing what you're doing but as always guys make sure to go check out jackson check out his programs i can definitely rate them they are good um and hey <laughs> okay. i said me too yeah boy you got the boot show but, us uh, them booty. Still needs work. <laughs> baz rates them as well um but yeah as always guys feel free to send through your questions and your bloopers if you've had any questions for jackson that you would like us to ask him next time he's on feel free to send them through to at the tara and barry show on instagram or you can shoot us an email but as always guys thank you so much and we will see you next five episode stars. <laughs> give us five stars thanks all see bye see you later